I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to the How Social Are You podcast, where we ask the question, are we more or less social because of social media? This is Mark Lindheimer, and you're listening to episode number nine. If you love the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Today on the podcast, we're joined by entrepreneur, real estate professional, and social media coach, Rob Rosmus. So let's get started. Hey, Rob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Good to be on it. Awesome. Uh, you know, great to connect with you. We've had a few fits and starts with technology, but we're making it work, which is a good thing. And uh, really appreciate your patience and coming on and being available. I was really uh, excited to have you on the podcast. I've watched your, um, you know, we met in Chicago when I lived there, um, yep. and you were you were working in a uh, in a, uh, a gym uh, doing CrossFit training, and uh, we stayed in touch and. You know, I'm just uh, from from my perspective, I was always interested in, you know, your brand and how you use social media uh, to to enter, you know, to entertain yourself, I think, and to entertain, entertain your, you know, your audience and, and also at the same time to get your message out there. And then, you know, you kind of transitioned your career in a very rapid way. And, um, you know, I was always impressed how you you use social media in that regard. So what I wanted to do is welcome to the podcast. And, and, and ask you to kind of give a little bit of background on yourself, you know, where you've come from and, you know, where you are today, you know, give the listeners a little bit of, a, of an overview of, of who you are. Well, absolutely. I, uh, well, I started off after I got out of college, I was actually a police officer, something that I wanted to do uh, ever since I was a kid. And I was able to go ahead and do that. I was a, a police officer for four years, two years in Mississippi and two years in Illinois, just a suburb outside of Chicago. Um, and, uh, it was one of those transition points after I, I finally realized that I was more of an entrepreneur and, and, and kind of a, a small business starter, if you will, uh, when I left the law enforcement position, I opened up my own hockey training company and, uh, worked with a lot of youth hockey groups and, and high school hockey groups. 
and that kind of grew. That was my first taste of really trying to find my niche and, and really let people know what it is that I was doing. And that's, that's kind of right when social media started to really ramp up um, in using the internet to really promote your services, who you were, and, and trying to create this story behind you uh, to really catch the attention of people and really get them to buy into what you're doing. So I did that for a handful of years, and then I actually caught the attention of what I was doing with a professional hockey group, um, a uh, minor league team, the Chicago Wolves here in Chicago. They were the affiliate with the Atlanta Thrashers uh, and the Vancouver Canucks of the NHL. So I was able to do something that I uh, really loved as well and, and, and was working with some NHL teams and, and working around a sport that I grew up playing. So that was really really a good thing and that also really helped me with obviously the experience that I had to promote a brand if you will on social media and I really used video and, and things like that but as with professional sports be it as it may uh, they ended up going in a different direction with another uh, parent group in the NHL and they fired the coaching staff and I had a decision to make so that's kind of what put me in the position where I'm at now. Excellent you know that's that's so what I like is uh, about your story is you're in a quest for, you know, for your entrepreneurial um, goal, right? To, to yes. use your experience, use your network, use your tools uh, that are available to you to, to achieve your goals as an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, let's face it, not everybody's caught out, cut out to be an employee. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, it's, it's really so cool because there's so many entrepreneurial stories out there and you know your your story didn't end with the end of the of the hockey business right it put you in a no, position to do what you're you know what you ultimately are doing now correct yeah that's correct i mean i think uh the the hockey coaching and 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 being affiliated with the team really really catered to my my strengths in coaching and training just in general um, being able to coach people and, and set them up for success. And that's when uh, when I got out of the hockey industry, I ended up getting into real estate. So that's where I'm at now. Um, and I've got a passion for, obviously, you hear it all the time with entrepreneurs. You know, I want to help people, this and that. I, I mean, I I get that. I think that's that's kind of a, a way to cop out when, when you're doing something. I think you need to dig a little bit deeper from a self-awareness standpoint and figure out what it is that you're good at. Um, for me, coaching and training is, 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 is what I'm good at, and I saw real estate as an opportunity to really coach and, and help uh, first-time home buyers. That's kind of how I started off, uh, learn, learn the, the real estate process and, and set them up for success. And, and to kind of carry that even one step further, uh, I am now a director of sales, which my main role is, is really developing the sales division for a smaller brokerage that I'm at. Uh, but also coaching and training the agents and helping them uh, set them up, sub, set themselves up for success as well. And social media is a big part of it because, uh, again, it's very important to catch the attention of people in, in any type of sales environment. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, and I utilize the, the Internet and social media heavily at this point for my business as well. Well, that's great. Uh, when, when, you, when you kind of, you know, got into the real estate business, uh, how did you use your experience with social media previously uh, to to integrate it into, you know, your sales process and your attracting um, clients? 
Well, I mean, one, by a lot of mistakes, kind of trial and error. Um, some things work, some things don't. Some things piss off the people or annoy the people that are following you. Um, and and I, I kind of test the I test the waters with a lot of things. But to answer your question, when it came to making the transition, I mean, making the transition in anything uh, can be challenging when you're trying to catch the attention of people because they know you for the position that you once held. I mean, I was I was the fitness guy, you know, I was the professional hockey strength and conditioning coach guy that I had to change the mindset and change my, my, uh, uh, my vision in other people's minds of what it is that I did. And, and to make the transition to real estate and jump in and be like, Hey, use me as a real estate agent. You know, people would always question, wait, when did you make the change? So social media was a huge opportunity for me to really start putting it out there. Um, what I was doing, uh, kind of tracking, my day-to-day, my week-to-week, my accomplishments on the real estate side for people to really start seeing that I have transitioned to another career. And that's one of the biggest things in social media. If I didn't have social media, I think it would have been a lot uh, more difficult in order to get that across to people. And it's been a valuable tool even in in the early stages of my career uh, to even generate business. Yeah, I was really impressed with how uh, you did try a lot of different things and, you know, I got to give you a lot of credit for that. You're fearless in your approach, uh, to doing different things on, on social media. You know, the way you used video, the way you previewed homes, the way you, you know, kind of had, uh, uh, like a flash sale or a, a pocket, um, you know, a pocket listing, and you use yep. that to promote and, and gain interest. And all of these are, are things that have been around real estate for a long time, but the way you use social media and, and create interest, um, I thought was really powerful. You're really a natural at, at how you did that. And how did you track the, you know, your results on the different types of, of things that you did and fine-tune and, and refine your process? Well, I mean, at, at first I was very poor at tracking um, I was pretty much just uh, throwing stuff at the wall to see if it would stick uh, to get, obviously, a reaction from those that were either liking it, sharing it, um, not liking it, not sharing it. Those were kind of things that were uh, my only tracking tools at that point. I mean, at this point, I'm doing a little bit more in-depth on, you know, from a Facebook ad and tracking standpoint, uh, from a business tracking standpoint, I'm able to to utilize those services, those have gotten better, obviously, over the years with Facebook, you know, being the powerhouse that it is and, and how it's really kind of converted the business mentality um, and promotion aspect uh, with their ad campaigns. Um, but tracking-wise, I mean, you either it either works or it doesn't. Um, I'm still kind of learning that as of today, and I think, you know, those that are in business that are u- utilizing social media are, are constantly learning what works, what doesn't, what's catering to people, you know, what's, what's pressing their buttons, what's, what's getting their attention. And I mean, the bottom line is that attention is, is huge. I follow uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, who is phenomenal uh, from a social media standpoint um, with his businesses and, and what he does on a day-to-day basis. I mean, anyone listening here, if you've never followed Gary Vaynerchuk on YouTube or any social media platform, you should do it. Um, but his big thing now is, is, Attention is the asset. Um, gaining attention, you have to find ways to engage people and, and ultimately get their attention. And in today's world where 
back in, back in the day uh, with Facebook, you know, you would read people that would write a couple sentences and you would read their sentences. Now it's all about video. It's all about photos and what's actually getting people to actually stop scrolling through their newsfeed um, in order to uh, really get your message across. So it's, uh, you know, nowadays it's, it's really, you know, using the power of attention grabbing. Um, and I think that's kind of what I'm navigating through and, and, and trying to actually make sense and, and do something in a tactful way where it's both professional, but yet it's, it's kind of on the edge at some point. Um, but again, like I said, I like to test the waters and some things work for me, some things don't, but ultimately if you don't put out content, you're, you're kind of, uh, you're, you're missing the boat. I'll use the old adage, uh, Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And I tend, tend to uh, take the risk sometimes. No, that's great. And, and plugging into Gary V's content is really uh, empowering because he's so motivating and he's so in your face and so uh, uh, experienced. And he's somebody who's, who tries everything. I mean, you know, everything and anything. And, you know, he'll, he'll get onto a platform and, and give it a run until it doesn't work anymore. And he's, you know, he's just a powerhouse, an absolute powerhouse. And and he gives you so many different ideas in the course of following him just in a week, things that you can try. Yeah, I mean, it it can be overwhelming. Anyone that's either just jumping in the social media game, I mean, or, you know, experiencing Instagram and and Snapchat and Facebook and Facebook Live and Instagram stories and and all of that stuff. I mean, it can be overwhelming. Um, And it's... It really, again, it comes down to attention, and, and I'll keep hammering, you know, because I'm a big believer in what uh, Gary says. Uh, is It's all about attention, and, you know, there's a lot of truth to what he says. Um, you know, it's not about the technology. It's about where, where people's attention is at at this point. And right now, uh, you know, it's a matter of businesses really hammering that angle to where people's attention are at. So that's why Snapchat is, is growing uh, larger by the day with people that are business owners. And it's not just your, your teenage kids using it now. It's businesses are using it. Instagram stories obviously jumped on board because, um, you know, Facebook obviously owns Instagram and Facebook wanted to buy Snapchat. They said no. So Instagram is, is, the, is the response to uh, Snapchat and, and creating a competitive environment. And right now from an Instagram standpoint, I like using Instagram a lot better because I believe my audience is larger. I mean, I don't have a bunch of followers, but I think my my organic audience has a little bit, it it gives a little bit more reach. Snapchat tends to be within circles. I haven't mastered Snapchat, but I've always been an Instagram fan uh, more, and it's leading me because of the Instagram stories, and it's leading me back to Instagram and using that more heavily than uh, uh, Snapchat. So I've kind of got, gotten off the Snapchat boat a little bit. Well, again, you know, it's <clears throat> it's finding your your. There is a whole slew of of options there, and you listed all of them. I usually recommend to people um, if you're getting into social media and you're you're an entrepreneur and you're you know you have a brand or a product, you know, to read. Uh, you know, Gary's books, First Crush It, um, which was the first book that I read by by Gary, um, which is really about his story and how he leveraged YouTube to build his brand. And then Jab, 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 Right Hook, 
which are two great yep. books for people. Any, <clears throat> any entrepreneur, any business owner should read those books, especially the second one with regards to social media because he breaks down every single option. And, and when he wrote those bo- that book, uh, uh, Snapchat was, was you know, really coming on and Instagram stories hadn't even emerged yet. So you know, th- this is all just, it's a moving target constantly. And I can see where with you being in a visual uh, uh, business, right? You know, it's the home, it's the experience of the home, it's the, how, you, how you showcase that home, you know, images, video, pictures, um, you know, along with the information is so powerful in attracting your, your potential buyers. Yeah, I mean, and for me, I, I've, I've been lucky. I mean, I, I, have, uh, I've, I have a creative mind. A hobby of mine is, is doing video and editing it. So obviously with video being a huge uh, component of what's attracted people's attention, um, I play around with that. I add that to uh, my, my social feeds. Um, so especially when it comes to properties, uh, you know, agent spotlight, neighborhoods in Chicago, I've been playing around with that a little bit, but again, it's, it's, it's trying to catch people's attention and, and see what they're, they're actually engaging in. So what, what is your area of focus in your real estate business? What is your, your niche or niches? Well, at this point, uh, I'm an international property specialist with uh, the National Association of Realtors as of the beginning of the year. Um, video has been huge for me, but really connecting and using Facebook pages and Facebook groups as a way to connect internationally and build partnerships. Um, that's kind of my focus with my passion with travel uh, as well as real estate. On the local level, I've kind of tapped in and, and thought about what my strengths are and, and I'm using social media more from a coaching and training standpoint for my agents here at this brokerage but also from a recruiting standpoint, I've been playing around with landing pages. There's a company uh, called Listing to Leads uh, that allows you to create your own landing pages. It's kind of a lead capture or a form capture type of technology that uh, um, I'm using to promote on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook. But that, those, that, that's kind of the direction where I'm going. I still run my business, my real estate business, and use that. But if anyone checks my feed now, I, I really don't post, you know, the just solds or the, uh, you know, the just lifted anymore uh, in, in volume because of the fact that I think it's pissing people off and it's annoying people on Facebook. Um, so it's for new agents, I think it's okay. For older agents, you know, I, I think it's, it's kind of overdone. And I re- kind of reevaluated why I don't do it or why I was doing it in the first place. It was originally to build that brand and build that awareness of what I do in real estate and my transition. But right now I don't do it anymore because uh, I think people are, are seeing it way too often and they're getting turned off. And I think with Facebook's algorithms too, is, is they're, they're probably going to start blocking that stuff anyway as well. But I'm not sure. I'm not a social media guru. <laughs> well, no, that's a good awareness. Um, in the end, especially with uh, uh, real estate, it's the relationships you build, and people are more interested in who you are and what you're doing rather than what you sold. And well, uh, yeah, and that seems I, to be I, how you've evolved. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. Um, on, but on the flip side, we're all in it 
we all we all are kind of centrally focused on what our needs and wants are. So I think from a business standpoint, no matter what business you're in, for me, for real estate, it's a matter of creating value. Um, and, and that value is important. People don't care about what you've accomplished. Um, they don't care about, you know, what you're doing unless it has something directly to be involved with them. I mean, obviously, people that are close to you care, and, you know, they'll root you on and cheer you on. But on a larger scale of things, I think it's a matter of designing the business of providing value and information that's going to really attract people to your brand. Um, and I think, I, and I've been guilty of this, you know, I thought I was this hotshot real estate agent. And I'm going to post all of this stuff like, look at me, look at me, look at me. But to be honest with you, social media, I mean, the users have become much more intelligent um, and, and much more selective on what they're actually following. So it's a matter of creating value, and that's actually kind of the shift, and that goes back to your previous question of, you know, how it's kind of molded my business, and, and it's more value-based and trying to get in the mindset of what is going to be valuable to the people that are, quote-unquote, consumers as well as my clients. Uh, so I'm providing more of an asset for them as, a poor, as opposed to a platform for me, if that makes sense. No, it does, and, and the key, two key points that you've, you've driven home very effectively are uh, attention and value. And, you know, the more value you can bring to your audience, um, the more likely they are to, you know, you're more likely to keep their attention. And Absolutely. so that goes back to what Gary's, uh, Gary V is teaching, Gary Vaynerchuk is teaching in his, you know, in all of his content. So no, that's, that's great stuff. That is absolutely great stuff. So, in the international side, it's a, it sounds like, uh, you know, in international real estate, you are, are tapping into different resources in social media to network. Is that correct? Is yes. that what you were describing? And, and That's correct. You, it, you're, you're networking for, uh, for properties, for connections, for uh, buyers. How, how is that working for you in social media? And, and I think you said private groups in Facebook were, were one of the areas. Is that correct? Yeah, so I'm using using a Facebook group, um, you know, with my with my new designation with NAR. Uh, it puts me in contact with a lot of people, uh, or I should say, a select group. I mean, there's really not many agents that have kind of jumped on board with this designation. But essentially, what I did is I found a void in the group that NAR had put together for this designation, and I created another group in which it was it gave uh, the agents the ability to post their properties to create more exposure uh, for their listings on an international side of things. I mean, globally, I mean, everything is much more connected nowadays, and, and there, there are people, consumers, that are looking for international opportunities. So it's just more or less a platform uh, that provided value for agents. Uh, so, again, I, I'm, I'm tapping back into value outside of what my needs are, uh, but, you know, really helping out my agents, my colleagues, but from the international side of things, it's really, uh, I'm, it's still relatively new for me. I'm using it to build partnerships, but also uh, the ability to uh, create awareness of opportunities on an international level from a residential and commercial side of things for consumers that may be interested in, in exploring that abroad. No, that's very cool. And and I like how you're able to to you know, kind of intertwine your business with your passion for travel and, you know, designing a life uh, and ultimately a lifestyle that, that will help you do, you know, the things that you love to do. 
which is, you know, part of being an entrepreneur um, is having that ability to, to create that. And in this social media world that we're in, the world is much smaller and you can connect with people around the globe, uh, you know, just through social media and through, you know, private messaging and, uh, and ultimately meet them, maybe never even meet them in person, <laughs> you know, but yeah, potentially sure. meet them in person, um, you know, as you grow closer to, you know, aligning your goals together. So I think that's, uh, that's really cool what you're, how you're using that. And I imagine uh, over time, the, the video aspect of, of uh, attention getting is going to come even into more, uh, uh, more into play. Yeah, and I use it on I, I use it on everything uh, that I really use at this point from a communication standpoint. I mean, social media obviously is one thing catching the attention in people's news feeds, but I use uh, a company called BombBomb. That's a video email program. So even along the lines of video, uh, it, it, I guess we can call anything really social media at this point. It's not just limited to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, um, but even email. You're connecting socially on a different level is grabbing people's attention, even from sending out emails where you're engaging with a personal video, getting your message across, and actually it's a lot easier and you're able to uh, save time by sending a video message as opposed to having to type out a full email. No, it's, it's, it's very effective um, use of, of technology and tools. Um, so why don't kind of go into a little bit of the you know, the, uh, the, the point of this, this podcast, um, which is, are we more or less social because of social media? And you've, dive, you've taken a pretty deep dive into social media, um, you know, in your business. And, um, you know, I, I just want to kind of get your take uh, about how much time do you spend a day on social media? Um, how do you manage that? And do you have any kind of observations of people and social media today and any suggestions for them on how to be, you know, either more effective or less absorbed, uh, if, if that's your observation? Well, to answer the first question, I think, I think we are more social in the sense of being able to reach people um, in different locations of the world, but also to stay in contact or reconnect with people. So I think we're more social in that aspect, but I think it, we also lose the ability or we have lost the ability or the importance and we don't utilize the face-to-face -face actually maybe using social media to reconnect where you're actually doing uh, or engaging in person with people. I think social media is great, but I think it, it isn't used in its entirety in order to bring back the genuine factor of meeting face-to-face -face, um, and, and, and really connecting pe with people on a, uh, on a personal level. So uh, it, it's a great tool. I think people use it. They kind of hide behind it sometimes because they may not necessarily be comfortable. Uh, it, it's, it's a double-edged sword, in my opinion. Um, your second question in regards to how people can use it, I think content is key. You can't really care what people are thinking, the ones that, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Um, you got to put stuff out there. If you don't put content out there because you're afraid of what people are thinking, I think uh, you're going to lose a lot of opportunity. And, and, again, those people that I follow that have, quote, unquote, mastered social media, you know, you look at what they've done in the past uh, and the stuff that they put out initially wasn't the best. Um, some of it was very poor quality. And, and, and they were able to learn 
from their mistakes and, and what worked and what didn't work. And, and now they're powerhouses when it comes to social media because you've got to do something in order to get better at it. You know, you got to crawl before you can walk, so to say, and, you know, walk before you can run. Yeah, no doubt. How much time do you spend on social media per day, do you think? And, and how, how do you manage that? Uh, I use it probably on a personal level. I probably only, I'm only on it for maybe 30 minutes a day. And that's probably in total. Uh, there is a crossover. I use it for business. I mean, I use social media in order to, uh, <laughs> it's funny, I use this with my, my agents that it's almost kind of like stalking on Facebook. And I know that that sounds kind of odd and weird to some people, but in essence, what I'm doing is, is I'm learning about the people that I'm following and I'm learning about my clients, what they're doing with their lives, because that gives me an opportunity to try to find a way to provide value to them. So if I know that I have a client that is going to Cubs games, you know, weekly, I can use that as an opportunity maybe to, uh, you know, send a client gift, you know, a couple Cubs tickets or invite them out to a game. Um, you know, if I see someone that is, you know, enjoys traveling or, uh, you know, likes to cook or likes going to shows or whatever it may be, it gives me the opportunity to engage a little bit more on a personal level instead of a sales level and learn a bit more about what they have going on in their lives because what people are putting on social media may not paint the big picture of what actually is going on, but they're usually putting the positive experiences in their life more than the negative and the positive ones are obviously striking a chord with them. So if I could find a way to connect with them on that positive level, no matter what it is, um, it's going to draw me in a little bit closer to my clients and, and people that I know on social media. So I, from a time standpoint, I'm on it quite often. I, I probably would have to say I'm scrolling through to either like posts, so I pop up in their feed as, as the person liking it. Um, I'm probably on it maybe about four or five hours a day in addition to my personal time. Yeah, that's, I mean, and, and it's, it's, you have a goal in mind, you have an objective, and that is to learn about your, your clients and to, you know, to build relationships and to support what they're doing in their lives. Um, and so it, it really is a useful tool in, in your area of business, uh, without a doubt. So let, let me ask you this, um, you know, how, how can, and this has been great, Rob, I really appreciate the time and the opportunity to get together with you and, and you really helped me learn a lot more about how you're using social media and you're also coaching people on social media within your team. Um, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, you know, you're in Chicago, uh, but you have an international real estate business. You know, uh, how can they get in touch with you on show, social media? How can they find you? Uh, they can search me on, on uh, Facebook. You can friend me on Facebook. Uh, the best way is to send me, I mean, I do get quite a few friend requests, both, you know, uh, mo mostly from a business standpoint of people that I don't know. But the best way is to send me a message on Facebook um, and let me know that you heard about the podcast and that you're looking to connect, and I'll be more than happy to do that. But it's just uh, facebook.com slash Rob Rossmus, and uh, they can connect with me on LinkedIn with my name as well. Or you can shoot me a direct email. Uh, that's rob.rossmus at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to be able to help out. I mean, like I said, but that's that's kind of what how I'm wired. So if I can give any advice, you know, as you know, by no means am I an expert in, in really anything at this point. But I, I utilize I utilize uh, social media and 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 I play around with it. So 
even if it's just a matter of brainstorming to see maybe what could work for, for their business, I'd be more than happy to help. Well, and, that, and that's, uh, I could see people being, you know, uh, getting value from this podcast, uh, you know, real estate agents who are looking to broaden into social media uh, could reach out to you. Um, you know, people that are just interested in how you're going about the, the international side investors. So <clears throat> it's very powerful that they'll be able to reach out to you on Facebook. And uh, will you spell your name for them again? Yeah, it's Rob, R-O-B, last name Rossmus, R-O-S-M-I-S. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Rob, this has been great. I really appreciate your time. I know you're incredibly busy and, you know, I'm, I'm super impressed with how you've evolved, you know, in the time that you and I have known each other, um, you know, you've, you've really grown uh, your social media, you've grown your business and, and you've really advanced. And, you know, I, I had no doubt when you made the move into, into real estate that you were going to be successful. And I'm really, uh, you know, happy for you and how things have worked out. And I'm looking forward to following you into the future. I'm looking forward to uh, posting this, this podcast with Rob Rosmus. And, um, you know, if you'd like to, to reach, uh, you know, out to me, uh, if you'd like to find me on social media, at M. Lindheimer on Twitter, at M. Lindheimer on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook, Mark Lindheimer or M. E. Lindheimer on Facebook. <clears throat> you can also email me at thehowsocialrupodcast at gmail.com. And uh, look forward to hearing comments. And if you like the podcast, go on iTunes. You can find us there on iTunes. You can you know, give us a, a star rating and, and make a comment. And also you can find us on Stitcher and Spreaker and uh, Google Play Podcast. So you know we're we're growing uh, our 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 network of uh, of podcast uh, you know aggregators and you know look for us anywhere uh, podcasts can be found. So until next time, everybody, thanks for tuning in. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.